Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One for podcasting. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, now featuring CBD-infused seltzer to get happy, legal for 18 and up, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. One hour down, one more to go. It's Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Glad to have you aboard with us as we go into hour number two. Later on the hour, we're going to break down the NBA, what is remaining and what has turned out to be kind of a dud in the conference finals. John Lamb with me here today. Ken will be back from vacation tomorrow. John, these conference finals, let's be honest, they kind of sucked. Yeah, I think it's an accumulation of injury and mm-hmm. kind of just poor play and you know, watching the game last night with my son. Um, Fitz is a stud, by the way. Love the outfit you had on him. Well, we don't know if he's a stud yet. He's got a long <laughs> ways to go. But you he's know, got your jeans. He's all right. That would he's got your absolutely jeans. hurt him. Yeah, he's got your wife's jeans. Let's yes, come on. You're smarter than that, Trent. You know, I'm looking at the stands, and I don't know if it's because beers there are $32. Yeah. And tickets are just outrageous, but it does not look even in the slightest you know, of those Pat Riley championship teams or even the early Spolster championship teams. It doesn't look like, you know, there's just that much juice in the gym, if you will. Yeah. It's uh, Boston, that defense we talked about at the top of the show. If you missed our number one, go back. John really goes in-depth about that defense and really breaks it down, I think, in a way that makes a whole lot of sense, just how good this Boston team is defensively and, and how they're doing it with the effort that they show and, and what they play. Talked a little bit about the coaching staff and just on and on. You can catch that back in our number one. want to go a different basketball direction here with you, though. And I want to go to what's happening right now with the NBA draft process. And as we certainly look at the decision for Keegan, no doubter, your lottery pick, you go to the draft. It's going to happen for everybody. You make that decision to, to go and jump into the NBA. But his twin brother, Chris. So... First, when he made the decision to go into the draft, I think it came as a surprise to a lot of people because he didn't play a ton, but he has obviously the skill set that they're looking at at the next level. And as he's gone through these workouts and being able to work out with his brother, more and more teams have figured out, yeah, there's a lot of these skills that can translate to the next level. He's going to stay in the process up to the deadline, which is June 1st. First of all, what's the decision process like this late in the game? What is still out there for a guy like Chris Murray, not him specifically, but somebody in that kind of circumstance. What are they doing? What's happening? Workouts? Who are you talking to at this point in the process? Well, you know, you're working out every day, and you know, people are watching every day, and your agencies are having pro days. Obviously, the the combine, um, you know, has happened, and he did very well there. And um, I, I just think that uh, 
his family is going to make this ultimate decision. And, you know, he comes from an unbelievable family. Mom and dad are just rock stars. They have, you know, Hawkeye tattoos on their ankle, like everybody I see at the state fair. I mean, they just love the Hawkeyes. And I think a little bit more comes into this decision um, than I think people realize. Chris can shoot the ball. He's lefty. He he can stretch the floor. He's a 3 and D guy. You know, David said it earlier on, on, on this uh, podcast, on the radio show. He has all the intangibles that his older brother does. His older brother's a top five, six pick at, at worst, in my opinion, in my mock draft. He's very intriguing. And so many of these organizations desire to, I won't use the word stash in the G League, but watch develop, mm-hmm. watch them kind of buy into you know their system, see how they handle the day-by-day life, the grind, the grueling, grueling travel, staying at the Super 8, you know, and not the Ritz-Carlton, <laughs> right. and just see how he, as a professional, translates to, to the next level. So you mentioned uh, the, the process last week, and so Keegan goes through workouts mm-hmm. during the combine. Chris on the other hand, is invited and declines the invitation. So we talked about that a little bit last week and some of the theories that are behind it of what that decision possibly could be. I want to go, though, to Keegan, your lottery pick. Like you said, many people, yourself included, think he's going to be, at worst, a top-six pick in this draft. Normally guys like that are not going through any of the workouts. He was out there. And it wasn't just going up there and laying the ball in. I mean, those were real workouts. I saw one of the, one of the pieces that... I mean, he was really doing some work out there. You don't see that. So you're an NBA, and you know GMs, you know scouts, you know people inside the league. When teams see a guy like that doing that, what does that do to their evaluation of Keegan Murray? It sends him through the roof. And again, it, let's go talk about his his upbringing. You know, his family is unbelievable. Again, I'll say it again because it's so important in this particular situation with these two players. He's a worker. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in today's age when, you know, so many people are taking time off or, you know, resting because they're injured or not doing the second half of the, you know, the seven day, seven game road trip. It's really refreshing to see a young guy hungry, but that's who he is. He's always been hungry. He's always been, you know, quote unquote forgotten. And it's just who he is. And it's hard to turn off that switch in high level basketball, that sense of urgency, that passion. And I think it's remarkable that he's just being an incredible example to these young people because it's not necessarily about money. Mm-hmm. There is a component of just respecting the game and doing all the the stuff that's asked of you, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not, Oh, you know, I'm going to sit out this scrimmage or this guy did well, this scrimmage, he's sitting out that scrimmage, or I I just, I am I'm very, very impressed with this young man and you can kind of see the results. So, you know, all you young players out there, the game rewards the game. So when you're really faithful to this game, you'll get tremendous success. And, and I, I just can't say enough good words about um, what he is doing and the example in which he is setting. Chris comes back to Iowa. Let's play that circumstance. I would love that circumstance. He comes back to be the dude, right? And he's going to try to do everything that Keegan did last year better. He's going to try to top him everything so he has that hanging over his head. And, and then if you know Keegan's a six-pick... He wants to try to be the fifth. I mean, you want to beat your brother, right? That's just the way that it is. And that's what Chris comes back to do. 
how good can this Iowa basketball team be next year with Chris playing that role, becoming the star, becoming a chance of being an all-Big Ten player again and maybe even an all-American? How good can Iowa be next season? And, and what questions do you still have? Again, thinking that Chris is going to be back. Because if Chris isn't back, I, I frankly don't think Iowa's going to be very good. Say that he comes back, though. How good do you think Iowa basketball can be? Well, you know, truthfully, I think they'll be good either way. Um, I got a lot of confidence in Fran. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you think about uh, year development for Sanford. You know, an elite shooter, good size, can really play. Ultimate team guy. You think about another year for McCaffrey. Um, Pat, he's going to only get better. He's going to only improve. He loves the game, too. Mm-hmm. Connor coming back, I, I think that maybe you know, halts some of the point guard questions with Trasant leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am, I'm pretty optimistic, Trent. I think that the way that they play, I think that Fran getting some new assistants in there and maybe dialing it into his old teaching days and, you know, mentoring those guys and going a little bit harder or whatever you want to call it. I, I I think the sky's the limit for those guys. I'm not going to say they're they're going to be as good as they were this year or, or have the um, clout that they had, but I have a hard time thinking they're not going to do some really nice things. John, I want to go now a different direction. John Lamb joining me here today. Handle University. You got a youngster wants to get better at the game. Hey, maybe even you're an old man. You can help out with those guys too, right? Still, still help people improve. I just won't... Uh... I'll make sure you sign an insurance policy that, and you tear that right. Achilles tendon. <laughs> Haley University, you can find out more information uh, on how to get involved with John for more than likely a youngster. But maybe, hey, you're a 42-year-old or like me, maybe looking to get back in the game a little bit. Think I need to run some fives again pretty soon? Oh, Trent. We both need to run some fives we pretty do. soon. Uh, I'm, I don't need to start half court. You know that. <laughs> I don't have to go to the other end of the floor. So, uh, you, grassroots basketball, obviously a big part of what you do and the circuit as it continues to change and evolve and everything going on. And one thing that I brought up a couple of different times is I look at recruiting right now, and our conversations have really evolved around NIL, collectives, what that means to the future, certainly of our in-state schools, what that's going to mean. That's the biggest part of our conversations that we have here. But taking it down to your level, and you see now, and you continue to hear, coaches in college basketball, major college basketball that say we're not really recruiting high school kids anymore or certainly not at the level that we once did. We're playing the portal. That's where we're going to get a majority of our players. That is how we are now recruiting. That trickle-down effect that you're seeing now at the grassroots level, at the AAU level, as people call it, when you see that and when you hear those kind of conversations coming from major college coaches, we're not interested in high school guys anymore what that trickle-down effect is doing for people like you and people in the grassroots trying to help these kids get college scholarships. Well, you know, I'll tap into what we just said about, you know, Keegan doing the extra workouts. This whole thing is a journey, ladies and gentlemen. You you have to be willing to show up every day, get better, and chase your dream. It can't be anybody else's, um, and it can't be for a title. It can't be for, uh, you know, I'm going to be a Division One player. Now, you can have those aspirations, absolutely, shoot for the stars, but this has to be about you and your love for this game. And so some of the things that I hear, and I have a, a one of my two cell phones 100% packed with these messages of we're recruiting the portal. I totally understand it. I, I totally get it. You know, you want seasoned guys. You want to keep your job. You have to win this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would – 
I would say it's it's false to say they're not recruiting some kids that, that deserve that, you know, straight out of high school label of a Division One player. They're still in the gym. You know, all of our live period tournaments, we've had handfuls of coaches watching our guys, um, you know, taking the time because they're also continuing to cu- cultivate relationships with, you know, me and my staff as well as other programs throughout the state. And, you know, Iowa has some really good basketball. They have some really good youth basketball, um, really good directors throughout the state. And they still are visible. It might take a little bit longer for the head coach to come see you. It might take a little bit longer for you to get that final bit and that phone call to say, hey, we want to offer you a scholarship. But these guys are still doing the work in the grassroots scene. Um, For that, I'm grateful. But I think what these young people have to understand, and their parents as well, is any level of basketball is awesome incredible experience um a life-changing experience at that be a little bit more open to where you'll fall and i think that it's it's hard to push away that whole d1 or bust because i know everybody wants to play on tv they want to be sponsored by nike adidas new balance under armor whatever it might be they want to go on the travel things but I'll tell you the truth. It's hard playing low and mid-major basketball. I mean, I remember eight-hour bus rides. I remember getting into to campus at 3 in the morning and then having your life threatened if you weren't at 8 a.m. class. I mean, it is it is a grind. And so if you're really not doing this basketball thing um, to that just joyous passion that just pumps out of your heart, it's going to be really, really, really hard. And I... I steer people away that don't have that just burning desire to to play college hoops because good bad or ugly the portal's winning right now it's a different world it's, it's absolutely a, a different world it's a very very different world but i've heard even our in-state coaches say i love 19 or 20 year old freshmen mm-hmm. i would definitely take somebody that has some season success before I have to teach this dude how to guard the America's play. Yeah. You know, it's it's understandable. And these guys are professionals. They're high-level professionals. A lot of them are in the office 16, 20 hours a day. And I definitely would want my wife to keep our car that we were given mm-hmm. or my kids to go to their private school sure. or to, you know, have this opportunity and platform to continue to grow my professional career if I was in their seat. So I get it. I don't think anybody needs to argue with it. I don't think anybody needs to be, you know, butthurt about it. I think that they need to get up and they need to get to work. And there's 24 hours in everybody's day. Uh, what are you doing with it? And and how close are your dreams to your actions? Good stuff. John Lamb, Handle University, Beyond Ball, uh, joining us here today. Hey, let's give everybody out there a chance to win $1,000 right now. Coming up a little later on this hour, we're going to be talking some NBA basketball with Kyle Irving. It's our $1,000 home run. Go to KXNO.com and enter the keyword fun. fun. No, check that. Wrong. Keyword bills. You, you can't swear on the thing. No. Oh, I wasn't sure what no, you were going wasn't for that, there. No. Bills is the keyword. I, I I gave the wrong day. Bills is what we're looking for today. Bills at KXNO.com. It's your chance to win $1,000 in this nationwide contest. So one more thing for you, John, on the basketball front. Obviously, 
you have a long relationship with Omaha Blue. He is one of the most ballyhooed uh, kids that have come through this state. A big-time prospect. He announced a top four uh, just, I believe it was last week, that had Iowa State, Oregon, the G League, and Kansas. Was that the fourth school on there? Yep. Or the third school on there of the four opportunities. So, uh, first of all, what can you tell us? You know, the, the young man has tremendous ability. Watching him last year, a season passed at Waukee, the kind of season he put together was absolutely incredible to watch. An incredible athlete, physicality. He's got certainly the tools you look at. What's kind of the latest that you know on Omaha? And, and of course, a lot of people around here wondering, does Iowa State have a real chance? Well, first and foremost, um, he, he's a great young man. He's, he's a tough kid. He, he, he's pursuing excellence every day in what he does. He's willing to learn. Um, I, I'm super, super grateful and, and super happy that he's experiencing success. And he, right now he's going down to, to USA Basketball for the first time since he was a 14-year-old. Nice. Um, I think that just kind of tells how the world of, of the underbelly of basketball thinks of him. He, he plays defense. He plays hard. His offensive game has is, is gotten tremendously better. He is a player, and he's going to continue to get better. Um, I love that he's from our state. I love that he, you know, it keeps everything pretty close to the chest, and he's doing a really, really good job with uh, with his personal and, and, and physical development. With that being said, I hear um, a lot of things. I hear I've even heard as far as the Iowa State thing is already done. Um, I've also heard that Oregon is – is very 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 impressed by him and and he is impressed by them as well mm-hmm. and you know when when we have just finished up talking about all this nil and professional opportunities it's really hard to say that the g league isn't going to be an opportunity but i know how well tj and his staff are recruiting him um, what they have to offer up in ames and i would not be surprised if he's there i'm hoping that he is so i can go catch some games and the the world of Iowa gets to see him again. Again, after he uh, he went to a, a very very high level prep school. Post, mm-hmm. It's not a post grad; it's a prep school down Link here in uh, Branson, Missouri. And I, I believe he's going to be there next year. But at the same time, I've also heard rumblings that he's going to class up and, and go to school this fall. So uh, I I I think Iowa State has a very very admirable chance. But you never know; things can change in a, in a second, yeah. especially in this business. But what I do know is A.J. Green is all but signed, sealed, and delivered right. to, to go to the Cyclones. He just finished up his visit at Duke, uh-huh. and uh, I would not be surprised if something like that is is announced fairly, fairly soon. So you're A.J. trending towards Iowa State. Good yeah, stuff there. Yeah, I, I love his dad. Kyle's just a rock star mm-hmm. of, a, of a human being and a, and a leader for young people. And I think he could be very successful at Iowa State. One more uh, on the kind of recruiting front, if you will. And that is a guy that's in your program at Beyond Ball, Drew Kingery. I got a chance to do a lot of uh, Drew games uh, this past season. And when we were in Vegas last summer, incredible young man, really easy to root for. And got a pretty big invitation just the other day. Uh, fill us in a little bit more of the guy from just south of us, Drew Kingery. Yeah, Drew is a he's a he's a bona fide in, in my business. We call him bona fide dudes. He can play and he plays hard. He can shoot it. He can put it on the floor. Very athletic. He's about six four and a half, six five. I would say his wingspan's probably about six seven. Long, lanky. Plays hard every single possession. Great teammate. Super loyal dude. Comes from. Uh, 
really good parents. His dad's a little weird, but <laughs> no, just super great family. Um, you know, he's 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 a staple in that community in Indianola. He he has everything you want to root for. Um, just this past week, he got invited to Pangos All American Camp, and if if you go look at uh, at what that is, it's shoot all three of the draft picks last year. Scotty Barnes, who's just rookie of the year, mm-hmm. was there. Um, I, I work it every year, and I'm amazed by the high level talent they had. Basically, one through Jalen Duran was was someone that was there. You know, Derek Lively. Uh, pop pop i mean it was it's a who's who um of of high school elite basketball players that he was fortunate enough to get invited to and he deserves it he is he is everything that uh that you want in a basketball player and it's really cool to see that you know the the big wigs in this business don't necessarily just rely on the the transfer portal obviously Mm -hmm. it's different when you're in that capacity opposed to a college coach, but he deserves every bit that he's getting and, and I can't wait to go and, and go and watch him. And it's uh it's something easy to follow. If anybody out there wants to check it out, um he's gonna do some really nice things and, and definitely continue to grow his stock in, in the future. Go into the Pangos camp out in Vegas coming up uh what, a week and a half, two weeks? The fifth through seventh of June. Fifth through seventh of June. We'll be keeping an eye on that. We have to get an update I appreciate when you get back that. from that. That's, Call me anytime. That's really good stuff, Drew Kingery from India. Enola going to be part of that. We're due for a timeout. We're going to come back. More hoops talk. We're going to the NBA next. We're going to get a good game. Well, we'll see if Kyle Irving can help us out. Figure out what's going on in these conference finals. When we come back, it's Miller and Condon on 106.3. But you can rent it. Why should you apply for a career with Wolf Construction? It's exciting and it's fresh and it's new every day. It creates new challenges and opportunities each day. I wouldn't want to work anywhere else but Wolf Construction. You can look around and go, wow, look what we've accomplished today as a Wolf team. Wolf offers competitive pay. The benefits are great. They have a matching 401k. Don't wait. Apply today at Wolf Construction. Get on board here. Join us here at Wolf Construction. Sign up and let's go. Wolf Construction is a great place to be. Apply today. Wolf Construction. football. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for... Victory Mounds is your ace when it comes to premium baseball and softball products and services. Utilizing our vast game and industry expertise, we sell portable pitching mounds, field equipment, and field products that we trust, use, and have used when coaching or playing. But that's not all. Victory Mounds Field Consulting Services can help you improve the quality and playability of your field. Craig Allison has years of experience in the mound business and is Victory Mounds National Sales Executive, while Mike Donahoe is in charge of field equipment and products. Visit VictoryMounds.com to see what Victory Mounds can do for you. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips, Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.
we're all looking for a great deal. Guys, I'm going to let you know about an incredible deal. How about $5 burgers on Thursday nights all through the month of May at Grumpy Goat Tavern? There's three locations, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines, 50th Street in West Des Moines, and 1st Street in Ankeny. And not just $5 burgers on Thursday nights, but 50 beers on tap. And if burgers aren't your thing, you're crazy, but a full fresh menu. It's local, it's for you, it's your tavern. The Grumpy Goat Tavern. SIPC and unaffiliated company. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Trent Condon, John Lamb, back with you, taking you up until noon. Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. We're talking NBA. Lamb's got his glasses back on, trying to pull off the Lane Staley look. We'll get a picture tweeted out. Follow Lamb at Lamb Dunk. When did you change your Twitter uh, name, by the way? Um, Shoot, probably uh, three months ago. Just had some professional development opportunities, and it was proposed to me and I was like well shoot that's what I made my wedding name you know when you have your little hashtag yeah yeah I told my wife I wasn't going to marry her if she didn't come up with something smart so it took her some while she did the usual one love laugh laugh like no Uh, no. that is ridiculous not that they're bad don't get me wrong but that's not worthy of of what our agreement is so that's that's a kind of a short full story for you but you can't dunk Oh, Trent. You can't dunk it out of here. Why don't we just take a video of that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. How about we wager that a little bit? You I'm down to make dunk. some money. We're not talking about a golf ball. <laughs> you can't dunk a basketball. Okay. Right now. I mean, yeah. Ten foot hoop. I mean, that's the only ho- food. Ho- wow, that's the only hoop I'd play on. Yeah. I'm All not. Right. I'm not giving you any Matt McClug or Alex Caruso. Uh, but I'll get I'll get that ball. I mean, I there. can't touch the net. I know that, but you're telling me you can dunk. Yeah. Still, I, I pretty much bet my life all on right, it. All right, we're 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 getting video of this. There's no doubt about it. Before yeah. that, though, we're going to talk some NBA. Joining us right now, Kyle Irving. Kyle, we're we're going back and forth over here. I'm telling you, my dude John Lamb over there. He's like six foot tall. He thinks he can still dunk. He's getting too old. I don't believe Trent's it. Trent's a hater, Kyle. <laughs> I mean. Back in the day, me and my friends used to play three-on-three nonstop in the backyard with the hoop at like eight and a half feet. There you and go. we'd be throwing down windows looking like that was <laughs> Derrick Rose in his prime. So, uh, you know, I mean, I could probably still throw down on like an eight and a half foot hoop. I might have to go down to seven and Those Derrick Rose windmills were a yeah. thing of beauty, weren't they? I actually found myself watching those on YouTube like a week and a half back with one of my friends. We just threw them on, and it's ridiculous how good he was during that one season. I feel like it gets overlooked. He does, and you know, a lot of people in you know my capacity said because he would always land on one foot. Mm-hmm. That's why he had so many knee problems. Oh, really? He would. Ne- I mean, he is that just one of the most explosive human beings ever created. That makes sense, and actually, like to tie it into today's NBA, people had that same concern about John Morant in his first mm-hmm. season, just because I mean the guy doesn't know how to land, and he's getting better at it. But he was. You know, just kind of, he was ready for rim warfare with anybody, and all of a sudden he's landing on one leg, falling backwards. I mean, it's almost like an art that you have to uh, kind of groom yourself in when you're that explosive and that athletic. Well, Kyle, that's kind of where we're going down. We got to go down YouTube rabbit holes because these games have sucked. They've been terrible. And so uh, find yourself all of a sudden going down and watching old Derrick Rose stuff. I was watching some Nick highlights. I don't know how I got there a couple of nights ago because these games have been terrible. I've been watching a lot more hockey. It's just. 
as a basketball fan and somebody that does love the NBA, certainly come playoff time, it's been frustrating. What's the theory behind it? Because it's not just one team blowing out the other team. It's been blowouts back and forth. What's your theory of why these games in the conference finals have been so bad? It's been a, a you know daily conversation we've been having in like our work group chats and stuff like that, just trying to figure out what's going on here. Because clearly, I mean, these teams are even matched. The series last night was tied at 2-2, uh, even though each game had been a blowout. Actually, I think at one point they had said in the first quarter it was the fifth lead change of the entire series in five games of a series that's tied 2-2. And, my, I mean, I thought my head was going to explode. I couldn't believe it. Um, I think three-point shooting variance has a lot to do with it. Just because so many teams are living and dying by the three that if it's a night where you don't have it, you're going to get blown out by 20, and you're kind of okay with that because if there's a night that you do have it, you're going to find a way to win. And we saw that, you know, I mean, Dallas hadn't knocked down really any threes at all uh, to this point in the series until they finally got one on the board the other night and the win over the Warriors. And you saw guys like Reggie Bullock, Barry, I think he hit like six or seven threes, and uh, Dorian Finney-Smith finally caught fire again and knocked down like five threes. But you know, they're just kind of willing to live and die by that three ball. And if you're, if your shots aren't falling, you're going to get blown out by 20. And if they are falling, you might win by 20. And I think that's kind of why we're starting to see some lopsided victories in this year's conference finals. Opportunity tonight for Golden State to finish off the series. Are we going to see that? Do you think Golden State finishes it off? Or is it going to be kind of one of those weird, what was it, game five when Grizzlies beat them by, was up 55 in that game? I think that was game five. What, what do you expect we're going to see here tonight? Yeah, to me, and actually I think on the show uh, before that Grizzlies game five, I counted the Grizzlies out. I was like, nope, they don't have John Moran. Uh, The Warriors are going to take care of business. And I learned my lesson from that with the Warriors up 3-0 the other night. I was like, you know what? The Dallas Mavericks are finally going to steal one in game four, and they're going to get themselves on the board. But I really think that, you know, that was the Warriors' version of their game five against the Grizzlies. I think tonight in game five, back at home, uh, they know they're going to have an opportunity to get a full week's rest because, that first NBA Finals game isn't going to be until next Friday. Uh, I think that they're going to need to take advantage of that with you know Steph and Clay and Draymond uh, playing a lot of minutes uh, in this postseason as they're getting up there in age. And uh, I think that they know that they need to take care of business tonight to make sure that they get that rest while the uh, the Heat and Celtics still try and figure out who's going to advance out of them too. Yeah, I think you're spot on. And you know we watched that last night too with the Heat's poor display of shooting. What do, what what do the Mavs have to do to pull this off in the Bay? I think it's, it has to be the same game plan as the other night, which, uh, you know, I mean, maybe I should get an NBA coaching job for this strategy, but knock down threes, hit your shots. It's, I'd uh, hire you. It's, unbe- <laughs> it's, un- it's unbelievable how, you know, I mean, Luca can set up such incredible looks for his teammates, and sometimes some nights they just don't make them. But on nights like the other night where they were knocking them down, that team looks like, you know, a conference finals caliber team where we hadn't really seen that to this point in the series. So, I mean, you're going to see Luca put up a huge stat line just like he did the other night. Um, I think you're, you're, it's going to come down to can the other guys, can the Jalen Brunsons and you know Dorian Finney-Smith and Reggie Bullock, are they going to be knocking down their shots? Because if the answer is yes, then we might actually get a pretty damn good game tonight. But if the answer is no, I have a feeling the Warriors are going to run away with this one by double digits. Kyle, don't know if we'll have an opportunity to talk to you before the finals are set. Let's say it plays out like we anticipate. It's Warriors against Celtics, and, and that's how we get... Take a look forward at that matchup. Who would you favor in the matchup between Golden State and Boston? And just uh, get us to where we anticipate we're going to be. I think that the Warriors are going to have a tough time matching up with the Celtics just because it's going to be tough to find 
two guys that can defend Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Uh, you know, if the plan is to use Draymond Green on Jason Tatum, which they've done a little bit in the past, maybe they'll use Andrew Wiggins the same way that they've done against Luka Doncic, but there's still one player that needs to, you know, kind of hang around and guard Jalen Brown. And at this stage in his career, coming off an ACL and Achilles injury, I'm not sure if Clay Thompson is capable of guarding Jalen Brown, who is, you know, not even to enter his prime yet at a ripe age of 25 years old. So I think that's a tough matchup for the Warriors. And I also think that with Draymond Green being the non-shooter that he is, even though he's knocked down a few threes in this postseason, that really allows the Celtics to utilize the defense that they like to use, which is having Robert Williams guard the lesser offensive player on the other team and roam freely around, you know, kind of lurking around the paint as a secondary rim protector. And with Draymond out on the perimeter, as great of a playmaker as he is, and you don't want to give him too much space because he can, you know, make so many things happen with Steph running off of handoffs and screens with him. I think that that really allows the Celtics to tailor their league-best defense the way that they want to run it. So I do think that that makes for a tough matchup for the Warriors, but there's also, you know, the aspect of the Warriors are going to go into game one of the NBA Finals. Like, hey, this is our sixth time here. We've been here before. Where I think that Jalen and Jason might be a little wide-eyed. I mean, we've seen them you know, get careless with the ball in this in this conference finals so far. Uh, a lot of turnovers has been the issue. I mean, they almost, <laughs> in the first half, it looked like they were going to have another repeat of game three where they really just coughed up the ball all the way to Miami winning an, uh, an ugly rock fight. And they were able to, t- to kind of reel that in in the second half. But, I mean, the Warriors are going to be prepared. They're going to be ready to go in the NBA finals. And it's going to come down to, you know, has can this inexperienced Celtics team who has zero players who have ever been to the NBA finals, uh, you know, kind of, keep their head straight forward and, and be able to keep their head down and play their game and try and win a championship. Talked to you last week. You were in Chicago for the NBA Draft Combine. Any takeaways that you could throw out to us? Of course, uh, we know Keegan Murray was there, went through some of the workouts. Anything uh, that jumped off the page to you as you were in Chicago last week? Well, the first thing that jumped off the page to me is that it really is incredible how, and, and you know, it's not a knock on them. It happens every year now. But the top guys really... I mean, I didn't even see Chet Holmgren, Paulo Bencaro, or Jabari Smith Jr. Everything that those guys are doing are behind closed doors. They don't do any measurements. Uh, they don't even do the, the media availabilities, talking to the media. Uh, it's really just individual workouts behind closed doors, team interviews behind closed doors. So while it's disappointing that I didn't get to see those guys, you really do get to see some of the fringe first-rounders who are really fighting to keep their name in the draft um, and you know, kind of work their way into that first-round conversation. You get to see them give it their all. So that was really cool to me. It was guys like Kansas Christian Brown, who, you know, really made an incredible run during the NCAA tournament. He stood out to me as someone who's looking like a potential first-round pick. Uh, there were other guys like Julie Knight prospect Dyson Daniels, who I had just written a story on today, um, who really showed, like, he has the versatility and, and he can play multiple positions. And uh, he's someone that is starting to work his way into top 10 conversations. But really, I mean, it, it's more about, um, those type of players, the combine has become more about you know players that can increase their draft stock uh, in the back end of the first round versus you know getting to see the top prospects try and figure out between those top three guys who might go number one overall. You don't really get to see that at the combine. Oh, good stuff there, no doubt about it. So I got one final thing for you. I ran across this our earlier today. They are odds to win the NBA Finals MVP. All right, so. I don't know, Kyle, if you're a better. I'm a degenerate. I got some problems. Land can tell you about that. But right now. That would take a couple hours. We need a few shows. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. The betting favorite right now is Steph Curry. He's plus 110. Jason Tatum, the second choice, plus 175. Let's take those guys off the board because 
I don't like betting favorites. Let, let's go with somebody with a little more juice here. Jalen Brown, ten to one. Draymond Green, fourteen to one. Jordan Poole, twenty to one. Clay Thompson, twenty to one. And then you get Doncic and Butler, uh, twenty-two to one and forty to one, respectively, on those two guys. Give me a flyer, Kyle Irving. Who should I take a shot on? Well, there's your flyer. It's Jalen Brown. I think that he's the one player in this series that if you know if the Celtics can take care of business on Friday, I think Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is the player who creates the biggest mismatch for the Warriors. I'm assuming that they're going to go with Andrew Wiggins on Jason Tatum, and if it's not Wiggins, then it's going to be Draymond Green, and then maybe Wiggins flies over and guards Jalen Brown. But to me, right now, it feels like the matchup will be Jalen Brown on Clay Thompson, and at this stage in his career, like I said, coming off those two injuries. I don't know if Clay Thompson can keep up with Jalen Brown. And like we saw last night, I mean, you know, Jalen was the best player on the floor in the second half last night. I mean, Tatum turned it on too, but it just shows you how capable he is of having a big game. And, all of, you know, if he strings together two or three of those and the Celtics win, then all of a sudden Jalen Brown could end up finals MVP. So if you're looking for a flyer, I think Jalen Brown might be the guy. Love it. Thank you, Kyle. Good to talk to you. We'll try again next week, and hopefully at that point we'll uh, be able to go a little bit deeper in the real finals, as LB said. Thanks, as always, for your time, Kyle. See you, Kyle. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Kyle Irving with the Sporting News joining us. A great deep dive into the NBA. What do you got for me, Lamb, over there? Do you, you like the pick, Jalen Brown, at 10-1? to 1? I'm looking at Jordan Poole at 20-1. to 1. Am I nuts? He can't win MVP, can he? No, he can't. However... You want to trust anybody that is up late watching YouTube highlights of basketball. Yeah, yeah. It's like that funny meme when it's like, I wonder what he's thinking about. You know, he's probably thinking about other girls. Right. It's like, no, we're watching Derrick Rose. Rose highlight dunks. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, last night the game blew open when he hit that high um, step-up screen mm-hmm. and went right to the rim and just hammered the ball in the third quarter. That game just popped open right there, and he has the ability. He shoots it. He guards, and truthfully, the hardest mismatch that he's going to have all playoffs was against Oladipo. He's pesky. He's a physical defender. Um, he he kind of popped the ball loose a few times. I don't think he's going to have that much resistance as he would with Oladipo if, if the Celtics can pull this thing out. Oh, it's going to be fun. I, I think if we get Warrior Celtics, that would be, hopefully, after what we've yeah. seen here in the conference finals. First time since Wilt Chamberlain was on the floor. <laughs> We're going back a ways, hey. huh? Way back. Way back. Wilt versus Bill Russell? I think so. Yeah. I saw a whole bunch of plumbers and firemen in the background of the picture, so I don't know. (laughs) Different looking court, no doubt about (laughs) it. One final break. When we come back, we are going to hand out some picks. Picks for the day brought to you by Circus Sports. When we continue, it's Miller and Condon on 106.3. Des Moines homeowners have two questions. What's the best time to rent out my home, and what's the best way to do it? The best time is when you're moving relocating, combining households, inheriting a house, or you just don't want to pay a mortgage anymore. The best way to rent? Hire Renter's Warehouse. Whether you have one home or a property portfolio, Renter's Warehouse does the work so you don't have to. They perfectly price your property so you don't have to. They find great tenants in just 17 days on average so you don't have to. And for a small flat monthly fee, their professional landlords manage your property 24-7 so you don't have to. Collect the rent? You don't have to. Maintenance, inspections, and tax paperwork? You don't have to. There's no upfront fees, no binding contracts, and you can cancel at any time. Find out what your home will rent for by calling 
4429 or go to renterswarehouse.com that's renterswarehouse.com renters warehouse des moines you can't buy happiness at 75 per customer most everyone knows that the grumpy goat tavern has great lunches and dinners but did you know that the grumpy goat tavern also has breakfast Classics like steak and eggs, the hangover burrito, chorizo biscuits and gravy. You can step it up with the shrimp and grits, breakfast fried rice, or hot chicken and waffles. And don't forget the big-ass cinnamon roll. Plus, bottomless Bloody Marys and mimosas. Do brunch at the Grumpy Goat Tavern, Mill Civic in West Des Moines, 50th Street in West Des Moines, and in Ankeny. Victory Mounds is your ace when it comes to premium baseball and softball products and services. Utilizing our vast game and industry expertise, we sell portable pitching mounds, field equipment, and field products that we trust, use, and have used when coaching or playing. But that's not all. Victory Mounds Field Consulting Services can help you improve the quality and playability of your field. Craig Allison has years of experience in the mound business and is Victory Mounds National Sales Executive. While Mike Donahoe is in charge of field equipment and products. Visit VictoryMounds.com to see what Victory Mounds can do for you. The Solwich Home Selling Team. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circus Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circus Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circus Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Back to Miller and Condon on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day. Presented by Circus Sports Iowa. All right, here we go. Time for some picks to wrap things up. Trent Condon, John Lamb. Back with you one final time. Mr. Lamb, it's been fun. Thanks for joining me again today. Man, you know I love it. You know this is a good time and you got good people listening. I hear nothing but uh, positive things about everything that Ken does and I hear some nice things that you do too. Every once in a while, right? Every once in a while. Well, it's uh, it's been a fun one. We talked a lot of hoops today, breaking down just what an interesting 24 hours it was with Iowa football. A lot going on there. Always news. Yeah, this is a quiet time of year. Well, that's the reason that Ken's on vacation, because it's a quiet time. It was no problem. We were able to fill with plenty of interesting things. There is no off-season, and certainly no off-season in the college athletics today, which is obviously the biggest part of our market. You know it, John. This thing just never ends. It's a demon, man. This thing is, this thing is as tough as it's ever been. Well, it's time to give away some picks. So, Monday, had a winning day. Tuesday, winning day. Wednesday, I suck last night. <laughs> Took it on the chin. Had the under in the Celtics heat game. That was, I mean, that was easy. It was 204. Coasted in. Baseball gave two picks. Didn't get there. And I was out of the avalanche last night and thought I was going to get there. But the equalizer at the end of the third period, and they lose it in overtime. We're going back to the Welts night in hockey. How about this? Hurricanes. Been good at home. Not so much on the road. Well, they're back in Carolina. So I'm going to lay the puck line here. I'm going to lay the one and a half. And get some juicy odds that go along with it. Plus 184 for Carolina tonight. Minus one and a half against the Rangers. To baseball tonight. Give me Colorado against the Nationals. Neither team are very good. Colorado has really been uh, scaffolding of of late. But just like the pitching matchup more than anything. One more baseball. Oshani. Let me try that again. For the Angels, it is... Oshani on the mound. And 
he's good, right? Like he, he's been really, really good this year. But with Otani, my biggest concern is in a matchup against Ryu, I, there's just something here. I'm getting plus 150 with the Blue Jays. I'm going to jump aboard with that. And finally, I'm taking Golden State. I'm going to lay the seven tonight with the Warriors. You like that? I do. I think it's going to be very difficult. Blowout city here? Whoa, I don't think that's going to be the okay. case. But they win by more than seven. I'm you not, might be on the Mavericks. Hey, man, you're, you're the betting man. I'm, I'm the one that just has to go take out the loans for you so your <laughs> wife doesn't know about it. Knock it off. You're going to get me in trouble. You know that's not true. You know that's not true. John Lamb, it's been the time. Appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's hard to fulfill those size 17 Ken shoes, but I'm grateful to be here. <laughs> you did great, no doubt about it. That'll do it for the program today. Ken, he'll be back with us tomorrow starting at 10 a.m. We got Murphy and Andy coming your way at 1 o'clock. The Fanatics at 3. Thanks for joining us. Miller and Con and 10 to noon on KXNO.